open up a browser so I can look at the chat. Uh, can you guys not see chat? Oh, oh yeah, there's the comment section. Yeah, you got comments. Oh, yeah, I had it on private. Uh, I'm working every uh, afternoon shift. Have a nice stream. That was Sean Webb. Say hello to Bandrew for a uh, Hello, Bandrew. Hi, Sean Webb. Hi, uh, I got home two hours later than I should have. Long story, but I'm here. Bearsford Productions, how's it going? An MEI studio, revved and ready to go. Uh, we have 12 people already sitting in. Red Cabin, how's it going? Um, I guess I should just start this out. I was supposed to like do the big the big reveal here with just me and then introduce everybody. But uh, if you're just coming in, we've got uh, sitting from uh, somewhere way south of me, just based on his uh, accent, we've got Obscure Mics and Bark. And uh, also... I feel like I'm on the price is right. At the same time, we have Botcastage. Uh, no discernible uh, accent. I haven't been able to pick up on it. I think you're Canadian. I am a robot. <laughs> there it is. That's the, that's the accent <laughs> oh. I was looking for. Oh, shoot. Hold on. No, hold oh, on. Bark's already out. God damn it, Bark. Well, I mean, uh, there's, there's, you know, there's already, I, I got to satisfy okay. the fan of the hat. I've already got the where's the hat. So there it is. I didn't bring an animal to put on my head. Sorry. I'm from Ohio, you know? <laughs> Look at me, regular Davy Crockett, stereotyped as a typical hick. Uh, so, guys, this is going to be a little more structured than you might be used to watching my live streams, uh, which is usually just me and Dylan complaining into a microphone. We actually have structure and things we're going to be going over. If you want to talk to us, uh, feel free, hit us up, but uh, just make sure you're, like, tagging us in chat. I have a feeling it might get a little busy in here. Once you hit, like, 30 people in, in chat, it gets it gets ridiculous and I can't really keep up. So try to tag us in any questions you might have. We'll we'll stop off to chat with you here and there. Other than that, hello to everybody that's coming on in. Thanks for coming. Uh we got Banjo, we got Bark, we got me. Let's start this out. This is the 2023 roundup. And this is something I'm actually uh kind of hoping to do every year. This is the kind of stuff that I, I really get up for. I love the Kind of looking back, seeing how the experiences were over the year. This was a mind-blowing year for year. However, I do also recognize that everybody here is going to have a different kind of view of how the year unfolded. So, uh, let's take a look. Let's see who has. Nothing too deep here. Who wants to share with the class uh, how their year was? Bark? Uh, it was an interesting year. It was a long year. It was the best of years. <laughs> um, it was fine. Uh, I moved. And that really, you couldn't tell it derailed my channel. Do you what now? You can't tell that it derailed my channel because I have like a vault of videos ready to go because I'm half-ass, you know, Behringer podcastage as I've been called once, which is like a compliment <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Best compliment ever. Like, you are absolutely spot on, man. And he said it in a nice way. He's like, and I mean that in the most endearing that way. And I was like, my no heart's nice full. way to call somebody Behringer. <laughs> yeah. My heart was so full. Um, but, but yeah, the, the move has derailed so much. I'm in the same building and it was an absolute headache to get it moved from point A to point B, but I am out here in the middle of nowhere where only deer know my name and I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll and talk about 2023. Right on. Uh, Bandrew, your year, how was your year? Oof. <laughs> I finally caught the vid this year and I missed like a month. That was stinky, oh stinky. Yeah. Oh. Wow, I've had it twice now, and I think I've been out for a month, both combined. 
Yeah. I was out for a month. I wasn't feeling well. I, th- I was still working my day job. I only missed like a day and a half of that. But <laughs> after working eight hours a day, I was just so whooped. I was like, I can't put in another four hours. Like I'm going to sleep. Yeah. So other than that, it w- it was fine. It was okay. a fine year. Interesting. Sure. My my 2023 went fast. Uh, I, yeah. I got fired <laughs> last last October from my day job, which was fantastic. I want to um, get fired. What's that? I want to get fired. <laughs> it was nice. It was actually good. I knew it was coming for a little while. And I was like, okay, I got the, you know, when you're doing your day job and then all of a sudden you get that email. Hey, man, can you meet us at 10 right after you're done your job? For uh, We're going to have a chat with HR. And I'm like, oh, great. Awesome. Yeah. Put on a suit. Showed up to the Zoom call. I was like super excited. Uh, so yeah, this week's or this year's kind of flown by for me. I've been um, just kind of riding it the whole time. It's been fantastic. I like being unemployed. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's the American dream. Let's be honest. Everybody what? wants to be a, a fired football coach. Like it's the American dream to sit at home and draw some kind of income. My wife is literally supporting <laughs> And I, God bless her. I love her. Uh, but she lets me play with my toys. So I didn't know where that was going. <laughs> I, I, I think it, it could still go many a place. I'm not, Hey, I'm not, I'm not emasculated by it. I don't mind it. I'm still pulling my weight. Don't you worry. fucked up so bad having me on this. <laughs> hey, if you want to get fired, just keep talking. <laughs> we can make that happen for you, Bark. Bark. Yeah, it's not a problem. <laughs> So, show, show my browsing history, says Joe uh, Red Cabin. Uh, I'll give you some fired. advice once we're off stream how to get fired. Okay. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Amount of times you've been fired. We'll save that for a bit. See if we have time. Okay. Uh, kind of your thoughts on this year. Is this the most impressive year of growth in the audio industry all around that you've seen? Like, I would say 2019 for me is the the last time that we really had this boom in gear, I believe 2019 was a roadcaster pro. Uh, I, go ahead, Andrew. I, I don't think so. No, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think Andrew. I don't think this really was an impressive year in terms of growth because everything seems to have been iterative. There wasn't anything that came out that was really groundbreaking. Okay. We got the SM seven DB. It's a seven B yeah. with a cloud lifter circuit in it. Great job. It's very transparent. It's impressive how they did that. That was to be expected. The Roadcaster Pro 2 came out. Was that this year or last year? Last year. That was last year. We had the Duo, the Streamer X. That was their big launch this year. I I guess the Streamer X is the most interesting of those because the Duo makes sense. So the Streamer X is kind of interesting. (laughs) <laughs> I actually I actually just got one today. It was sitting in my P.O. box for three months. They didn't let me know. So now that nobody cares, maybe I'll test it out and see I'm how actually, I feel. I'm if on that happened to me, mine would get carried off by a deer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on the Streamer X right now. I love it. It's it's fantastic. Uh, so you think you're... Th- so what would you say would be the best year? Are we talking? I, I really think the... As far as I have been doing this, 2019. Really? Because Yeah, because you had the Roadcaster Pro come out, and that was really groundbreaking. Yeah, and I, I think that was more groundbreaking and inspiring might be the wrong word, but that was the last time I was like, oh my gosh, like how has nobody done this before? Everything that came out this year, it's like, 
yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Tascam's sitting back there going, you son of a, we did it first. (laughs) (laughs) Rhodes like, no, no, we were first to market, guys. Uh, Bark, what are your thoughts on the, you say you agree with Bandrew. Well, I'm not doing good shedding this Behringer podcastage deal, but uh, (laughs) I, I, 2019, for basically the reasons that Bandrew said, um, I started in 2018 on a, a Behringer mixer, Xenix 1402, something like that, USB. And when that Roadcaster came out, like it completely changed my whole setup for at the time just doing podcasts. I think maybe I'd started the channel, but it wasn't, you know, it was half as big as it, as it is now. So it was like 40 subscribers, but it's, that that just changed the game and nobody has done anything since like they've tried you know the mackie dlz which probably will cease to exist and i don't think so by the way no i don't i've uh from their messaging i don't think it's going to i think mackie's going to continue doing as they do kind of like aston with behringer and that whole yeah i from what i've heard and kind of the messaging that came out of that is that don't worry they're just under our umbrella which means they basically now have unlimited funds and as far as i'm concerned better preamps so there is an argument that HJK said the streamer X was groundbreaking. It kind of is, but there's been Roland devices that kind of do yeah, the but same not thing. For, not for streamers. Roland devices were meant for business. That was meant for like, well, I mean, in the past home. couple of years, there's been a bunch of different audio. Is it, hasn't black magic done a number of those? I think so. I, yeah. It, it's going it, to, I think those were a lot more in depth, a lot more yeah. focused on video and not yeah. as much on audio with Less the sound simple. pads, but So I'll agree. 2019 is a very close second. I think this year, though, one of the things that really struck me with this year is we actually have figured out USB mics. Up until this year, it's just been like the same like crap, uh, you know, components shoved into a different shell to make it look cooler. And look, Mm. guys, the new USB mic on the market. And this year, we actually saw some movement in that. The Sennheiser Profile, great sounding mic. I wish it did more. I wish it had more of a... I wish it had more of a footprint with a companion app and all that. But it still sounds gorgeous. Sounds like a Sennheiser. Uh, And that's something that I think, like, up until this year, have you ever been able to say, yeah, that USB mic sounds fantastic? So... I kind of disagree with you on the Sennheiser on both points. I've not I don't, used it, but I kind of... I don't is. think it sounds fantastic, but at the same time, I'm glad they don't have the companion app. Really? Because I think that's ex- they made that microphone for a specific market, and it does it perfectly. Like for corporate, where yeah. you don't want to have to install a bunch of software, you don't want to have to have IT manage how to... how to set your gain and how to fiddle with this processing and that processing. It's just plug it in, set your volume, buzz off. Like that's it. Comparing that to the, the USB mics of old, uh, that when I say a fantastic sounding mic, we're not putting it up against like, yeah, I think the, uh, the road pod mic USB sounds fantastic, but no, it's Mm -hmm. not like, Oh my God, that's mind blowing. It's just for what we've had prior we're in a really good spot for USB mics and that's something that we didn't do before. No, I agree with that completely. And as somebody pointed out, the Shure MV7, I think the MV7 over USB sounds great. Now we have the Rode PodMic USB. I think that sounds great. Both of them have a really nice processing that is very functional, very utilitarian. So as far as podcasters, 
I yeah. think your USB microphones are set. As far as musicians, musicians, Musician. why did I develop that accent? I don't know. <laughs> Can you me? tell where I'm from now? Musicians? Yep. We're starting to get a few more interesting mics. I think the Blue Yeti for Musicians was pretty good. We got the new Austrian audio me creator, although everybody told me it's my creator. Like yeah, Mike. it looks like my creator. Uh, I think I think the NT1 5th Gen is by far. <laughs> NT1 5th Gen's a good option. Yeah. What are the other ones? There's a few others that I can't think of right now. For, from a music perspective? Well, you, I mean, you had the super cheap stuff. Uh, I haven't seen too many come out. We'll oh, yeah. The NT Uno handheld mic is pretty solid for the money. The HD300T? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty pretty good. I swore off USB mics, and now I'm like, <laughs> should I get back into them? Uh, <laughs> waste all my Maybe, may, I, I still don't think they've introduced anything necessarily new, like you have said, Aiden, when you talked about not doing them anymore, and that being the reason, like... The roads are really cool, and that's kind of a step in the direction of like being interested again. But well, I, I think I, I need I think more. The, I think the big thing was like what Sennheiser did was kind of the old like, oh, we're just going to create a whole new lineup, and here's your USB mic. And then Rose's like, no, we got these pre-existing mics. We're going to put a preamp on it, and here you go. That to me was like, yes, <laughs> we oh. we've got this microphone that everyone loves here. Now you can use it without an interface, and it's like that. Why didn't anyone do that before? Oh. Before before we give them too much credit, let's not forget. <laughs> let's not forget the Rode Podcaster. They did exactly yeah. that, and it was as though they Forgot. they poo pooed in their britches. I'll put it that way. <laughs> poo pooed in their britches. <laughs> it made zero sense how that microphone sounded, considering how good the Procaster sounds. Yeah, I don't know how that disconnect occurred. So let's not let's not say they've always been great. No, now, now no, they're doing yeah. really well. How long I would ago say. What were those two mics released though? Because to be fair, twenty fifteen. Rode shown growing pains over the years with certain mics. Like this isn't yeah. like a put them up on a pedestal and go, yay! They've released <laughs> the same garbage USB mics that everyone else released. They've got still got the lineup, and they even rebranded one of them. As the uh, Rode X, uh, now they Im they improved the that, but it's a lot better, right? Oh yeah, it's a okay, lot okay. better. But they took the shell. They're like, okay, forget this one existed. Here you go. It's better. It's black. Um, yeah, they're not. They don't get off scot free. I have a question about the Streamer X and that new, like their their Unity stuff. Is it is that just Windows? Oh uh, no, it is for Mac now. They have okay. released uni Unify. Unify, thank you. Uh, okay, I, I have not installed it yet. Uh, <laughs> I've got a Windows PC just hanging around, just in case. But um, yeah, it works in conjunction with Road Central and Unify. So having them both open, which everyone's going to love, especially if you don't have a second screen, it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Earthworks USB, thank you. I think that's one Bandrew was thinking about. I still have not used an Earthworks mic. I have the USB. I just keep forgetting to review it. <laughs> Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> yeah, that's one that a lot of people are really looking for, but they're so expensive. It's yeah. I want them. I don't. I shouldn't say I want them. I don't care what they do. I think it would be interesting if they came out with a USB Ethos. 
Although I don't think they need to because the ethos is doing just fine. And when yeah. you're buying a $400 microphone, you're not like, you know what I really want? Technology that will be obsolete in a few years. Right. You want the analog connection so you can upgrade the converters, the pre's, all that. And so that, I guess it doesn't make sense to do that. That's one of the reasons I haven't jumped on the more expensive USB mics is like, if you're not going to send them to me, I'm not so sure I'm going to buy them, guys. Yeah. Uh, unless it's like a $100 USB XLR, I'm probably going to be out on that. Anyways, we're going to uh, move on. A question to favorite piece of gear to cross your desk this year. Bandrew, this is, doesn't have to have been released this year. It was just across your desk this year. So... Golly. I know, right? Um, I have to look over my... I, th I, I was just going to my channel to look at the videos that I released. All right. I, I knew this was coming, and I still... You didn't prep I, at all, did you? No, I actually have a notebook with notes made. I just don't remember. Would so, you like Bark to, to handle this one first? Bark, do you have a, an answer on the tip of your tongue? I, I do. I do. Um, the best piece of gear to cross my desk this year was the Loughton Audio LS208. Mm. Yeah, that was that was a sweet mic. Yeah, I just like I like into dress condensers, anyways. So for that one to have the kind of off-axis rejection and the build and the shock mount and you know, I make a lot of dick jokes. It kind of looks like a dick. It just went hand in hand with being okay. like tailor made for me. So. Also looked like an RE twenty. You could have went with that, but that's ah, okay. a little, I guess. <laughs> More wienery than that one. So. I <laughs> uh, penis joke aside, Bandrew, uh, any penis-like mics that you enjoyed? E plenty. <laughs> uh, all, I, I would venture to say all the penis-shaped microphones I've enjoyed. A bag of them. A, a bag of them, yes. Yeah. I, have ha I have had too much interesting gear. I've had the new Lewitt handheld condenser that has a wireless capsule, the NT 5th Gen, the new Earthworks handheld condenser, the Bayer Dynamic SDC, which was bonker sounding. What else do we have? We it, we have the SM7 50th anniversary. Yeah, Th this would be a cop out. The 50th anniversary. I can't pick that. It's a bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> SE7, SM7 DB. I think my favorite is the most shocking for me, and that is a very recent one, the Sure KSM313, their ribbon mm -hmm. mic. Nice. Yeah, I'm getting into ribbons this one. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. Uh, that sounds nice. For me, it was uh, Tube. Um, Vanguard V13 was one of my favorites. Hmm. The OC16 is up there as well, though. Yeah. Uh, NT1 hits it on the NT1 5th gen, hits it on like that. I didn't expect the NT1 5th gen to have USB XLR. Like to me, and like, I work with a lot of voiceover professionals. Um, good friends of mine that have constantly asked, where do you get like a good USB for the road? There isn't one. Uh, and this thing came along and it's like, damn, <laughs> you can take the NT 15th gen on the road and use it with that honking, uh, <laughs> uh, spider web thingy to hold it up. But sure, you can take it on the road. The handling noise is going to suck, but you got it. Um, that kind of surprised me, but yeah, I think the Vanguard V13 has it for me. It mm -hmm. wasn't a new mic, but I did not expect the, the ca uh, caramel, caramel, caramel. Nobody really cares. Cool. Uh, that Sorry, I was looking for a piece mm -hmm. for my next answer. I'm like, oh, I gotta be prepared. Aiden's going to call on me. 
<laughs> well, you did kind of answer Banjo, but or uh, Bark. What what else you got? Oh, are we all just on favorite pieces of gear? Yeah. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of like seconds and thirds, but this condenser from Oma, uh, oh, that some people saw on the microphone assassin channel, which, uh, is an interesting one. He had this on there and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's like a ribbon style condenser and, uh, you can take the plates off the back and change different plates and it gives it a different tone, which it's subtle, yeah. but it, it, it is there very subtle. Where does this the, thing's pretty cool. Where does the SM7DB rank for both of you? I know, Bandrew, you're an SM7B fan. Where I am. It, it's like middle of the road. Like, I think it's fine, but it it's not going to solve the problem that people have with the SM7B. Yeah. It still has the physical limitation of the diaphragm being recessed. So even with the EIN of that inline cloud lifter being minus 129 it's going to give you the same noise floor as connecting it to a focus right yeah you're going to run into the same noise floor so i think it's a nice addition to the 7b line i think if you're running outboard preamps that have super high noise floors like <laughs> tube pre's then yeah. that may be a benefit but if you're using a, a modern interface i it's fine. It's just not as necessary as... You're not mad. You're just disappointed. <laughs> I'm not even disappointed. I'm just apathetic. It's like, um, it, it's there. Yeah. I think the big problem with an SM7B for most people, and this isn't like to demean most people, but I mean, if your struggle was trying to find preamps that could actually boost the SM7B, most people ran into the problem that the SM7B sounds like cardboard. Like it's, it's dull. It's one of the dullest mics until you produce the sound that comes out of it. Then it'll sound gorgeous. But until then it's, it's just a really flat microphone. And a lot of people don't know. One of the most requested videos on this channel is, can you tell me how to EQ the SM7B? Like the most requested, I get it probably 10 times a week. How do you EQ this mic? And if you, you can't even EQ it, I mean, a gain booster ain't going to do you much good. It's not going to make you sound good. It's just going to make you sound noisier. Mark got, got a bit of a different take. I, I'm with Bandrew on it kind of being neutral, being neutral about it or mid as the kids say, um, because it's too late. It's like two or three years too late. If this would have came out in 2020, fucking fire. You know, everybody would have been running in the streets naked. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I got it. This is sure SM7 dB. But you know, there's another side to it, which is just like road pushing stuff to your more unknowledgeable podcaster, <clears throat> I guess the more basic, easy to use, easy to do. Uh, the people who, which I saw a comment, someone said, I still want one like an SM seven DB or SM seven B. Yeah. And there's sure. hundreds of thousands of those people out there that are using old equipment because they've been doing a podcast for eight years or six years or five years. And those people who get their first SM7B can get the DB to go with their old, you know, uh, Alcatron interface or whatever they got laying around. And it is cool in that respect. But you also have to remember the preamps have gone so far down in price. Now it's still more financially responsible to grab an SM7B and a Fethead for 50 bucks on Amazon. So it's. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, it's a tug of war. 
I, I don't understand that. Uh, sure mentioned at AES something new is coming before the end of the year. Okay. If this happens again, it's the second time I've already shot my year in review video because Rogue decided <laughs> to pick up Mackie. Like, and I had some killer jokes in that video. Like, I I was on when I did that video. And then I'm like, ah, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I had to reshoot it. So if, if Sure releases something, I'm burning this channel to the ground. I swear <laughs> to God. You will quit your job and just stop. You'll yeah. quit the job that you don't have. Yeah. You'll go right? on that Zoom call and you'll be like, I'm not doing it oh, anymore. Oh, man. I was so mad. I, I emailed Rhoda. I'm like, you got it. And even on social media, I'm like, really? Damn it. Uh, but yeah, so... If, if, Are there any hints on there? Uh, about what Sure's coming out with? Uh, yeah. Did they put like one of those teaser trailers? Like, uh, I think it's Road who does that. It's Everything's in silhouette. Yeah, then you get a peek yeah. at like a dial or something. Sure does that as well. Sure is bad for like the MV7. They're like born out of a legend, and they have like all the silhouettes of the microphone. Okay, yeah, clearly not a new you know design externally. Uh, what I mean, sure could be talking about some corporate solution as well. Like they do like ceiling. Yeah, crying out loud. So I like, feel like they know they need they can do less and still win. They can't release something commercially viable right before christmas can they like yeah. they, <laughs> they're fucking sure man they can do whatever they want do whatever they want um yeah i don't know uh i hope sure doesn't i really it, it is am i the only person that works ahead on videos banjo do you do this i know bark does i i desperately desperately want to <laughs> we did get, get a members only podcasted video a day or so ago a day well a few hours early because i missed my tuesday release and oh, then wow. i finished it by 7 p.m or 8 p.m the next day and i was like hey this is a new feature members only and then it came out wednesday early <laughs> so you got it six hours later than you should yeah. have <laughs> we we could technically post spoilers <laughs> on reddit yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't you'll never believe where the box throw went this membership <laughs> pays guys when the video's late it's not as late exactly uh, so have you never been able to work ahead i, I understand full-time I, I used to i used to be able to do that but i was a lot less thorough nowadays i feel such an obligation to put stuff through its paces properly and have as many tests as i can and make sure i'm doing them accurately and consistently that it takes me 20 to 30 hours for a video no that's so uh, also kind of a backhand to us or are you saying we no anyways uh, no no it, you don't have a day job <laughs> i'm working 40 to 50 hours a week at a day job then coming in here i spend 30 minutes banging my head against the desk saying i want to sleep and then i i force myself to actually work i have to say i don't cringe whenever there's a an interface review to come because i don't have to work a day job and then come interface reviews are brutal especially like the the podcast interfaces the roadcast oh yeah and just there's so much <laughs> i'm gonna admit something oh, so no. when i had the Tascam and the original roadcaster pro video i spent so much time on those i almost quit youtube i was like i i cannot do this anymore this sucks like this is so much work i just i want to sit on my butt for like a year straight i almost quit wow <laughs> i admittedly that. just short open now. the shit and i record it and then i put it away I just, and that's not saying those devices are bad it's just saying dang it man 
Yeah, you that's know, too much time. When I did the task cam, I think I put about thirty to thirty-five hours into the just yeah. the work of it, and then producing it, then getting B-roll, then getting. Oh my god, it's just it's. it's I'm pissed when I put thirty-five minutes in. <laughs> like I'm super pissed. I'm like I can't do this. I'm gonna quit. <laughs> it's not three point five minutes. Yeah. I gotta get a roll. Ah. See, that's ah. like that's my podcaster's two channel, which is that's like the most fun I have. Where I'm like. Going through my comments, I don't have an answer to that. Okay, throw up the two mics, 10 minutes of filming, 10 minutes editing, schedule. And guess what? It's fucking good. It's it's a blast. It's so yeah. much more fun yeah. than doing yeah. thorough the reviews. The only people that don't watch it just haven't discovered it yet because it's the well, two. I also have stepped away <clears throat> from 100% reviews. So like you have mm. podcastage too. I include those on my main channel. Mm-hmm. And that was a personal decision that I made because I'm like, fuck it, you guys don't want to watch it. It's up there. You can, and it's kind of grown over time. So a lot of my other niche stuff has kind of grown along with the channel. But it's also nice when you can be like, you know what? I'm going to do a five minute video on something that this is what you need to know. And I can like hammer it out. It's mostly A roll, put up a couple flashy things, and I'm out. It's fantastic. See, that's an interesting conversation from the creator side of things do you i guess separate your workload into different channels to try to appease the audience and not flood them with stuff or do you dedicate 100 percent of your time to a single channel putting in as much work as you can on that one channel to to get that one going are we going to make you question your whole existence manager no this 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 is what i question myself of every single day okay bark what do you think uh I, I do obscure tech videos. Those are probably like a 20% priority, whereas mics mm -hmm. are an 80% priority. So I'll bang out like one a week for three or four weeks. And then, you know, you won't hear from me for a full season. And then I'll oh, come wow. back when it gets warm. See, uh, it's, it's just kind of what it is. It's like, do I feel like it? Do I not? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Uh, I like um, uh, putting stuff all onto one channel as long as it's relevant. Like, podcasting, voiceover, mic reviews, interface reviews, how-tos, that kind of stuff. As long as it's relevant. I've I've swung and missed, man. My One of my favorite videos I did this week, and we're going to get into favorite videos this year, was uh, miking a drum set with six mics. Mm. Wickedly happy about it. This is awesome. It's on the road. We're shooting on location. This is wicked. Nobody watched the video. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> And Dude, like, I just I, made one about a LED ceiling fan, so don't feel bad. <laughs> Companies like, you want this? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want that in my bedroom. <laughs> like, yes. So I did it and did a review, and I didn't well, do it that well, and I, then I hung the shit up, and I was happy. I paid $250 for the studio time to shoot that video. And it was like, I, this is great. We're moving into doing some music. Music's done. No, no. People were like, that is not what we come to your channel for. So I think there's, a, I think there's like some... If I really wanted to pivot to music, I would. I think I'd have to do a second channel for sure. But then uh, you have like channels like what is it? What watch castage? Do you yeah, that? that that's kind of. I treat that similarly to how Bark treats obscure tech. Fair. So I'll spend time. I'll I'll say okay. I'm kind of caught up. I have a few hours free. I'm going to film a review, and I'll I'll do that for maybe eight weeks. And then I'm just like, I, I have no time. Like, I have too much work to do. And then I'll disappear for six months. Yeah, fair enough. 
Fair enough. I, I have a second channel that has gotten one video. I think I had September 11th video, and then I was just like, I don't have time for this crap. Okay, so let's move on a little bit, uh, so we're not chewing through too much time. Somebody uh, Sean says, maybe Bart can do those vacuum cleaner review videos I've been asking for. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't have the money to buy multiple vacuum cleaners, so Bark, I hear you're rich, so... Oh, well, that's the farthest thing from the fucking truth. I, but, I've um, been told. Bark, have you ever seen Scary Movie? Family, man. Um, <laughs> scary movie yeah so maybe you could do <laughs> no not the not the second one the first one was the second one one where you said grab my yeah hand? okay my bad. <laughs> yeah just <laughs> when you're doing vacuum <laughs> no, 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 there's no. a there's a vacuum review there's a vacuum scene in that oh yeah i, to oh, yeah. I told uh, you not to bug me when i'm cleaning my room yeah doofy is Doof it doofy yeah, yeah they, they did uh what's his face so dirty in that oh yeah well i mean he's halfway there david arquette is just uh, hilarious yeah Okay, so question four, guys. Sorry. Actually, we, we're skipping over question three, piece of gear that genuinely surprised you, because whatever, who cares? Is 32-bit float behind us, and what do you think is going to be the next marketing feature next year? This is something that they've really been, every year seems to have a theme, and then 32-bit dropped off, like, I think it was like June, people were like, ah, screw 32-bit float. So anyone wants to jump in? Wow. I, d I don't think it's behind us. I think plenty of people are going to use it. I just, I think the error, if we could call it that, is companies may have thought this is going to be a widely marketable thing for the average consumer and it's going to sell a bunch of interfaces <laughs> or USB mics. Oops. I don't think the general consumer gives a heck about 32 bit float. Yeah, they definitely. I don't want to say definitely. They may not understand it, just like a lot of people don't understand how to set their level or how to set their gain. If they don't understand that, they're not going to understand the benefit of 32-bit float. They're not going to understand how to record 32-bit float. And you're not going to get that benefit if you're streaming. Yeah. <laughs> that was my which favorite. a lot of people use their, their gear for. My so. favorite was I got yelled at because when I did the pod mic USB video, somebody came on and left a comment saying, this is old technology. Why aren't they releasing this with the newest technology? 32-bit floater. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it has to be 32-bit floater. It's no good. I'm like, 32-bit floater's been out a while. <laughs> on which mic? On the, uh, the pod mic USB. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Like, you're buying a pod mic USB for the 32-bit float because you want to make sure you're capturing your drums and they're not peaking. That's what mm -hmm. you're buying the pod mic USB for. Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Oh, okay. 32-bit uh, float. I agree with Banjo, oddly enough, but there's also a flip side of the Blue Yeti. It has eight fucking polar patterns, bruh. <laughs> okay, but you're yeah. a podcaster and you probably shouldn't use all eight of them. You should probably just use the one. Probably. 32-bit uh, float's going to be a nice, another trigger word for the, you know, podcaster community. And they're going to want it because Amazon's going to be like, check out this Aokio 32-bit float USB microphone. Brand new to the market, new technology. <laughs> Come get it now. And it's going it, to, it'll, it'll run its course just like the other things, the Yetis, the multi-patterns, the RGBs. <laughs> so I think it'll be big. I think it'll be big for a minute. So everybody will think it's the new cool like woo and you got the zoom r4 that's out which i've got one in my bag can't yeah, bring but myself to do the review because it's 40 good work 
Huh? Like Zoom is known for field work where you yeah. actually need 32 bit. But this one's aimed at musicians. So, yeah. and, and so do you think that, because I don't think we've seen it yet, do you think a company is going to have to come out to simplify 32 bit floating point? I don't think they'll care. They, they don't have to explain anything. It's just the fancy, like, look at this box. It says 32 bit float, just like some say high res audio, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a sticker thing. They didn't bother to explain it this year when they released it. Like with no. the, uh, the UAC 232, they didn't even bother with the game knob, which I understand why they were kind of deciding that wasn't a big deal. But it's like, okay, people are already confused. And now you're like, you don't need gain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but so what do you think is next? Because 32 bit float was very 2023. <clears throat> the year prior was more kind of onboard effects, Lewitt's Connect 6 kind of style with the onboard, all of the, the routing options and stuff like that. What do you got coming up next, Andrew? I don't know. As far as a dream release, this is something that I would love. Ooh. But it's. It has such a small market, it would never work, and it would be too expensive. So it's a tiny interface that accepts 500 series modules that are affordable. <laughs> so you could build your own signal chain in the interface. They have one. I, I, I know there's one of them. <laughs> and then I, then I know there's a... I think it was discontinued, and then there's like an an eight or ten port one that was a few thousand bucks i think <laughs> it's not cheap but but i want like a it just sits right on your desk like it like a preamp essentially <laughs> but with an interface capability i would love that what's the price what so you want this to be what three hundred dollars because it's just a an interface that you're plugging everything yourself I, into if they could if they could build like an analog compressor slash limiter Kind of like a DBX286S into it, let's say a focus right, but with analog compressor EQ DSer. Five hundred okay. bucks. <laughs> that that's my dream. Five hundred. You, you you laugh at me, but Behringer did the the DBX286 complete knockoff and threw a, a USB port in there for one hundred and seventy five bucks. Was it? Sure. I don't now, remember. miniaturizing that, I don't know how expensive that is. Yeah, it's not going to be a wall rack, right? Like, it's not. <laughs> no. Yeah, just something on your desk. Okay. All right. Uh, so, we went from what's next to dream release. So, Bark, you got a uh, lot on your plate here. Okay. Uh, I'll make it quick. Uh, what I think is next is more interfaces that try to do what Rhodes doing with plugging USB mics <laughs> into interfaces. So, we'll probably see some kind of like oddball brand on Amazon for that Ooh. soon. Plug your interface in just as a pass through, but you can't control it. Something like that. Uh, and then dream release. I still want my plug on recorder. Like the Tascam DR10X is one of my favorite mm. devices ever. Cause I'm very minimalist, make videos in three minutes, you know, yeah, all that good stuff. Time is of the essence. Um, so I, I use that DR10X a lot just on random, like idea podcasts, like, Oh, you know, I saw something weird. I'm going to do a podcast about it. Cause I'm that guy. Uh, but something that, is good you know the dr10x is good but there's no phantom power so it's a little bit limited it's older you know it it could use an update so something not necessarily 32-bit float just a, a really good plug-on recorder that's minimalist phantom power without you know crappy preamps like the ceremonic one was that's All what right. i'm waiting on um okay what i think is coming next 
what I think is going to be 2024 is video. I think video is the next. Hmm. I think people saw what StreamRx did and everybody screaming at the top of their lungs, put more video inputs. And I think Rode was using this as a hmm. kind of a testing. Like this is like one unit. This is how much it costs, <laughs> how much you love it. And we'll see what we can do. I think the next gen roadcaster, and I don't have inside information. I think the next uh, gen roadcaster is going to be video and audio at the same time. So do you think that's just what Rode's going to do? Or do you think all the other companies are going to start focusing on video as well? The quiet that we heard from everyone else over the past 12 months, I think is kind of leaning towards somebody's cooking. Uh, you got the usual, like I didn't expect Mackie to come out with what they came out with, even though I was kind of on the, the testing board for them. Like I, I kind of did interviews with them. What, what do you think would be good in an interface kind of stuff? Uh, I completely forgot about it. Um, and I also didn't think it was going to be as good as it was, but, um, I think with everyone else being super quiet, I think people have been pumping this out because you saw the reaction to streamer X streamer X had a massive reaction. Uh, I don't know if sales were amazing, but I do know that it piqued a lot of people's interest and, the way podcasting's going, being almost a video necessary aspect to it these days, I think yeah. there's going to be more two-camera input, three-camera input, ATEM minis with Revolution preamps. Uh, I think that's kind of the, the next step in this. Whether or not anyone can pull it off, I do believe there's multiple companies salivating to get to NAB. And I think I NAB is going to be the big one. I think that's a very interesting point. I hadn't considered that because I don't capture video into my computer, so I don't really focus on that. But I was thinking maybe everybody's just quiet because they were busy mumbling, please, Road, may I have another? Please, Road, may I have another? <laughs> right. Because they just keep getting spanked, man. It's crazy. Um, I, I think you're right, though. I think you're onto something. Yeah. I, I worry that... 2020 is three years, four years behind us now. So the market's slowing just yeah. for the sake of slowing. I don't know. So we have, we have microphones. Shit, I just had it. The, the, uh, where is that? This, the Mayono PD 200 X doesn't sound amazing, but if you put a Mayono, uh, dynamic microphone in front of me two years ago and said, this is going to sound not horrendous. I would have laughed. I wouldn't have been able to stop laughing. And now you have this Mayono PD200X, which, by the way, still doesn't sound amazing. But for $55, you're up and running. It has it has a companion app, which is laughable. But really, it's what what does that what does the app do? Uh, you have compression. You have uh, oh EQ. wow, it's horrible. You've got a limiter. It's horrible. And a mobile app. It, yeah, it has a mobile app. It, this is like, wow. this is terrifying. This is nothing that they should have been able to do. However, the, the, the strides we've made since 2020, remember when like 55 dB of gain was, you're lucky if you got 60? We just had uh, interfaces with 80 dB of gain last year. We had an interface with 72 dB of gain. We've got like so much happening that... It's hard to imagine that this 
actually exists, this Mayono microphone. To be like, fair, some of those 80 decibel of gain ones had, you know, preamps were mm-hmm. super great. Yeah. Well, I but, mean, you get, yeah. I mean, you do, who needs 80 dB of gain? That's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. But I mean, if this is the case with a cheap $55 dynamic USB microphone, a USB XLR microphone, by the way, mm-hmm. like that's the other part of this is like, oh, simultaneously. I didn't test that part. I think so. I, I believe, believe so. it. I think you hear that road simultaneously. Right. They work at the same time. Right. <laughs> I was expecting the NT1 to come out with a special cable that ho- had both XLR and USB that you could See, plug in. I, I'm not talking about the NT1. I'm talking about the pod mic USB, yeah. which no, should, that should work. Should. I don't think it would be hard for them to do. There's no reason it should basically interrupt the XLR signal. That's a single copper wire. Well, yeah, I, I don't know what the internal schematics look like, so I, I can't say. I'm too well, dumb to understand that. <laughs> I'll rip it apart. It's, okay, max two copper wires. I don't know why it... Uh, anyways, but if we live in a world where this exists, the Mayono, um, everything else is slowly building up. Like the Lewitt Connect 6 last year, when it released with onboard effects, uh, the Roadcaster was really the only one doing that in that... There weren't really any single interfaces like a Scarlet or that size or that form factor that had this stuff. So every year we seem to be getting the more expensive features seem to be falling down a bit into the entry level. So I don't know. I think it's going to be an interesting year this uh, coming year. And I do think video is going to be a play a big role. And I think Road started something that's going to drain a lot of our wallets very, very quickly. D- Bark, do you focus on a lot of the more affordable stuff. Do you think there's going to be a company that's going to be able to get that onboard processing correct? One of the one of the Amazon style companies? Yeah. Uh, no. They can't, <laughs> they can't even they can't even give you latency free monitoring. Like you got, you know, yeah. an echo in your headphones, no matter they're just buying the same parts and putting them in different shells. And so probably not. You know, yeah. and I'm trying to really focus more on the discontinued stuff because the Amazon shit is getting discouraging. It's like every time a new interface comes out, like, oh, it looks different. And you plug it in like, God damn it. That's the Mayono I just did last week. You know, it's right. the same thing. It just looks different. You know? Yeah. I, I ran into that exact problem. I reviewed the Tonor TD500 and it's, then I yeah, bought F2. some other, the f Yes. The <laughs> SL40. And then everybody's like, you realize that's the same microphone. <laughs> damn it. You don't, though, until, you know, because it looks complete. Yeah. One, one's like 400 pounds, and the other one's like one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Liberty did brought up. Like, oh, AliExpress. Fafine is trying. Like, Fafine they is are. Oh, absolutely. Fafine is, I, I'm a big fan of what they're doing in the budget gear stuff, but I just, I think they listen. Um, I think they're the only ones that listen from that Amazon cluster of companies. So I think they might, but... I don't know, not if they keep buying gear, you know, the internals from the same place that Mayono and Neewer and Toner. and. Uh, just checking here. we got a few minutes left here, and then we'll, then we'll call this one, because I know you guys have better things to do with your lives. Uh, Tech Med Rainer. We told you that. Hey, brother. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're like, this is my Friday, man. Uh, cheers, brother. Yeah, who uh, told you that? I'm having a blast. <laughs> it's the same thing as a Tuesday. I've got my pajamas already, like, in the dryer warming up. Fair <laughs> That's a picture I didn't expect. Uh, I didn't want you to picture it. Just pajamas in the dryer. You don't have to picture yeah. me like Bandrew in the Google cam. Jesus Christ. Hey, theater of the mind. All right. 
Do what you uh, wish. Really quick before uh, Dan wants to know uh, mics we're using. So let's go around the room. Let's start with Bark. Yeah, which uh, earlier the Oma condenser, which is uh, just, just a weird one, a crazy one, but it fits my, you know, little obscure effort. Nice. Nice. I am on the Neumann. Hello, Neumann. KMS 105. <laughs> I wasn't going to interrupt. <laughs> I, I was hoping somebody would do it. Hello, Neumann. Um, I am, I'm the prissy one. I, I've got the MKH 416 going. Somebody but, called that, I think. This yeah. is my, well, I, it's the one I use for every live stream. It just sounds so good. It's Ooh. so good. I don't Pajama use reviews. I like that idea, Sean. Pajama reviews? Yeah, dude. Pajama in oh, Ohio, please. Put them on slow, though. Wait, what? All right. Pajama. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite video to shoot this past year? I'm going to start. I did a video about making a drum set. I don't know if you guys heard about this. It was a fantastic video. A lot of fun. Uh, I brought my buddy in on it, Dylan, who actually I work with quite a bit on this channel, who's also launching his own channel soon. Uh, if you're in the audio sphere, watch out. This dude's brilliantly smart, and he's going to wreck it as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know what my favorite part of it was is I reached out to a company. I'm like, hey, guys, I want to do this video. I need the mics for it, though. I need some overheads. I, I can fill in, but I wanted to have one brand. They're like, yeah, dude, we'll send them to me. They sent me six mics. Wow. I'm going to find a way to make it up to that company because that video bombed so hard, like so badly. But it was still my favorite uh, video to make. It's such a great story. It's such a painful story as well. Uh, Bark, favorite video you did this year, brother? Uh, Probably the... <laughs> The Donner, I can't remember what the hell it is. Their their podcasting console, PCO2, maybe. Okay. And it was my favorite because, you know, they're one of those companies that chime in like, where are you at on video? And I was like, I am not quite done. (laughs) At some point, I decided just to be like, okay, I have checked it out. I'm going to film it. And I want to tell you, I'm going to trash the fuck out of this device. (laughs) You're going to be pissed and you're going to be begging me not to publish it. But guess what? I grew up listening to dead Kennedys and I'm going to fucking do what I want. <laughs> so I did. And it was fun. And uh, they had pissed and they wanted to do a conference call and get Bronson in on it. Cause I influenced him to, to bash it he on his own. So that, that was the most fun because it was a little bit of controversy. I got to say, cash me outside. How about that? And it was a good time. <laughs> All right. Before we get to Andrew, Andrew, I don't, you've got to follow that. That's going to be rough. No. Uh, I've I've never actually had a company try to stop me from posting a video, and I've trashed. I had one company, um, uh, they sent me the their microphone, the Q9X, and they had sent me the Q9U, and I was like, it's a muddy mess. And then he sent me the Q9U, and he's like, or the Q9X, and he's like, different mic, man. Different mic, just don't compare it to the Q9U. And the salesman actually told me that on the phone. He said, do not, don't compare them, don't compare them. And I'm like, well, okay, all right. So in the middle of the video, I'm like, let's compare it to the Q9U. It's the exact same mic. It is. No, it is. It's the exact same everything. You open it up, it's the exact same capsule, everything, the same board. One different. has USB. Tis tuned different. 
out in the, out in the, the Bark's got the arms crossed. <laughs> ready to fight. I'm going to throw my Donner PCO2 right up to Canada. <laughs> Aiden, be careful. He listened to dead Kennedys growing up. <laughs> I just listened to California. California. I have Uber I have, Alice. I have Doc Martens on right now. Have you ever seen How that? are Doc they? I don't really own any. Oh, okay. I, I'm not punk at all, but it's fun to do. Uh, SLC. Like, I've seen SLC punk. Goddamn. I loved SLC oh, what punk. A great movie. It's like do a, a lot more year. damage on the inside. How I'm going to shock y'all by saying I, I don't listen to punk. I, does that shock anyone here? No, not, I barely listen to punk anymore. Like, you know, I've, I've I'm getting old. So it's like Willie and his fucking beat up guitar. Like, oh yeah. yeah. But, uh, all right. No, not really. Um, but yeah, no, that real quick, that movie, Jason, what's, what's Jason's last name from how I met your mother? Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. yeah Jason Siegel. That was his was first movie, just right? In a polo, just kicking everyone's ass. I'm like, God, I love this guy so yeah. much. He reminded me of my buddy, Dan, who was a Jehovah's witness and just fucking off his rocker, like dressed all GQ, but beat the fuck out of his knee whenever he was seeing something satanic happen. Look, yeah. It's like, there's a movie on there. Yeah. <laughs> That guy's great. Laser discs are great. Thank you, fool. You've got to watch it, even if you don't watch, like, listen to Punk Aiden. It's it's just a. Uh, yeah, right. I I don't watch any media on a TV. I haven't like I'm watching Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, but that's about it. I don't watch a lot of media on TV, man. I don't either. But growing up, you did, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was a big TV whore. That's like a '90s movie, isn't it, Banger? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was not. I was pure metal. Through the 90s, Sepultura, Sacred Reich, Napalm Death, all that stuff. Um, I didn't, you didn't usually cross over uh, to punk if you were metal or to metal if you were punk in the 90s. So I get uh, that. Yeah, especially the 90s, very clicky with your music. So, uh, Bandrew, do you want to chime in on, on uh, your favorite video to shoot this past year? Uh, favorite video, probably. One of the preamp reviews, it, it was just a lot of fun to get back into that and try to figure out how to approach it and make it as useful as possible. So maybe not the Behringer one, because that was the first one getting back into it. I would say the Personas preamp review. I was pretty surprised with how that performed, and it was a lot of fun to make. Which what, what, what was that model? What was the preset? That was the... I cannot remember. I can tell you. It is <laughs> the, the giant sea of gear. Personas Tube Pre V2. Mm. I don't know if Appar I Apparently, the I original it. one was a bit worse. But this one was pretty functional, and it had quieter preamps. Then the Focusrite, the 18i20, which is kind of shocking because it's got a tube in it. You think it it's going to be noisy as heck, but it's just an out output stage tube, so you can just drive it to yeah, drive it to hell and back. Super fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's nice for guitar. That's not, well, it's even nice for acoustic. You can put a little bit of edge to your acoustic too. So no, that's kind of cool. All right. Uh, so this is the last one that we're going to hit. And then um, we're going to uh, just devolve into mindless chatter. And if y'all got to go, you just feel free to let me know. But the last one is, what do you think we can expect from you guys over the coming year? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even hear it, Bark? I'm kidding. That, I love you guys. What can we expect from the, your perspective channels coming up this year? So 
I, I have been giving a lot of thought to what to do. I, I've been hearing a lot of people just murmur about how reviews are crappy. And really? I keep thinking, like, is it crappy? Like, are we just pushing consumerism, like over yes. consu- consumption? And then I realized that's bull crap. That I'll, I'll actually swear that's bullshit. No, like as the economy gets worse, as people have less disposable income, that's when proper reviews become more and more important because you're helping people waste less of their money. So I'm going to continue to do those reviews, even though I hear more and more people view it through a negative lens. They view it very cynically. So I'm going to do that, but I'm also going to start to... I've been stewing on it for so long, do some educational content. Oh, cool. It's, um, it's going to be more beginner-focused. It's going to be like a step-by-step series. Like I, I, It's going to be a long series, hopefully. Like music or audio setup? Like what? Uh, uh, audio setup stuff. Okay. That's yeah. kind of cool. And I got to point out, the people that keep chiming in about, like, reviews suck, you guys are just paid off by the big companies, um, you do realize reviews have happened since the dawn of consumerism. And this is how, at one point, this was how you used to find out if you wanted to get the next game or watch a specific movie. Nobody got angry at Roger Ebert and whatever they were, Ebert and Siskel and Ebert. That's who it was. Nobody got mad at them because they saw the movie first. Nobody was like, ah, you hacks. You're in the movie theater before we are. How dare you? Nobody did that. (laughs) It was, this is the whole thing, right? You relied on them to tell you this movie sucks. Don't waste your money on it. It's the same thing with gear, man. Like I, I didn't want to buy the Mayono PD200X, but I got a ton of questions like, all right, I'll spend a hundred and some odd dollars of my own money to review it. And it's uh, the amount that I buy is equal to the amount that is sent to me. And Mm -hmm. this is the whole point. So should you buy this stuff? It's not an easy thing to do, man. Reviewing is not easy. Well, maybe for part. Bart's like, I rip one out in three minutes and we're good to go. <laughs> nah, I've got a counterpoint of my own to myself on that one, actually. Okay, cool. So, uh, moving on to Bark, uh, coming up for the next year to start, and then you can counterpoint the shit out of me. Well, first, I want to say, Bandrew's spot on. We're creating movie trailers for microphones for people mm-hmm. who like to watch microphone <clears throat> movies. And, like, would you just go watch what's eating Gilbert Grape without seeing the trailer? Like, no. So why would you buy a mic without getting some information? Where are you going to get that information? The vast amount of people on TV talking about it on red carpets? No. You got us. You know, you got different takes from a community that's really tight-knit. We're not going to stop. Like, we enjoy this shit. And you obviously do, or you wouldn't even know that we're being big consumerism band boosters. So... I love that. I like, I'm, I'm not going to quit anytime soon. Cause it's my only hobby. I'm a middle-aged man for God's sake. <laughs> so I love that answer. Cause you know, you can look at us as pushing microphones all you want. I went to YouTube when I wanted to start a podcast that ended up being a successful podcast. And I found the bot down below us, at least on my screen, Bandrew helped me pick out stuff and nice. I was very happy with the results. So I was like, oh shit, there's this, uh, you know, uh, Iowa old handheld dynamic microphone. I'm going to go watch Bandrew's review on it. 
he's not doing that. So again, <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking great. I can do what he doesn't and, and buy all the discontinued stuff. And it has been a kick-ass journey. So, you know, whatever people want to say about pushing microphones and this and that, we have a lot of people that appreciate what we do. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just cool as hell. Like to great. be in your circle, to be in your community, to find people that are like-minded Everybody else can fuck right off, you know, go watch something else. Ryan, Elon, is that you? (laughs) Play with balls. Disney. I just pulled, I just pulled an Elon. Fantastic. When Uh, you said it was a fantastic uh, career, you all forgot to say financially draining. I was going to, I was going to piggyback on what you said. Like we, this stuff's not all coming for free, man. And when it does, they're probably not paying us either. So like you really want to spend 20 hours or 20 minutes in my case, doing a video for a $28 mic that got sent to you. Like, how is that yeah. living the dream? You We're going to let you yeah. microphone for free. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't literally have to sell mic. my fucking house to pay off the debt that obscure mics has run up on me, you know? Oh so, no, not really. Okay. But, I mean, but, but for real, I probably am maybe just barely in the positive yeah, from the whole picture, get a, wife a small like channel, huh? Get a wife like mine. She makes a lot of money. It's great. My wife bakes cupcakes from home, and they kick ass. That's but, also better. Know, but yeah, we're uh, you know we're trying to do what we what we love and enjoy, regardless of the income we make from it. So <laughs> you know, when you think regardless. about the whole, you know, quit pushing products on us, like dude, I'm my credit card payment's stupid because of this channel. So chill out. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. You don't want to see my credit card from this channel. I saw the uh, now, but I had to sell a house to get there. So <laughs> it was it, it was the choice I wanted to make. But the bonus was some of the obscure Mike's debt went away. You're saying Banjo? Yeah, I saw the uh there was a glitch on Sure's website and everything was forty percent off. And then at that day I was just like, Okay, yeah, I guess I'm spending fifteen hundred bucks today. Yeah, just it's it's stupid. It's it's not a financially smart thing to do. It's fun though. Was yeah. it an actual glitch or was it like? I'm pretty sure it was a glitch yeah. that seemed like some kind of, like maybe for retailers to buy stuff at cost. Maybe oh, because and it, then it was I just system wide for like yeah, a, <laughs> like a proper neighbor should. You shared the link and I bought like six hundred dollars worth of stuff. The amount of people who are like I did not want the sm7b but at 250 bucks yeah i'll buy it i bought a bunch of sm58s like i was like yes yes you give me the you can sell them used for more money than i bought them for right like although nowadays it's so risky i don't i don't buy used gear so i I don't encounter it but i hear about how risky buying used gear is because the counterfeiters now even price their mics like five bucks less yeah. Then the regular ones, so you don't catch on. Yeah. Usually they're like a $30 SM7B. It's legit. Now yeah. it's, it's $492. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Um, oh, Bark, you didn't say what coming up this year, man. You just, you ranted, man. Oh, same old shit, man. That's where I was, okay, that's cool. what I was getting to. Same, Hell yeah. Same shit, same <laughs> channel, you know. Uh, I mean, I've been. You'll be happy to know I've turned down a absolute ton of companies wanting to send stuff. I'm like, you know what? Not anymore. You know, I can't, I can't continue on this Amazon special path for much longer. So probably more discontinued weird. Sure. Mike's you've never heard of weird, you know, just digging for mics that are. So if I get associated weird, with companies, we know, but we didn't know about that. Mike. 
are you uh are you going to continue your creator chat series yeah that's kind of like the uh what's green on the screen aiden i don't know um yeah what have you done did you shine a okay no i was just sitting here and i saw like a green eyeball come up what the hell the the ghost of you didn't see anything podcast mike reviewers past um i'm what was that question What's ca- oh, are you doing the creator series? Yeah, it's like obscure tech. It's like when I get around to it, basically. Not to mention, it's hard as hell to find guests. I think I even talked to Aiden, yeah. like, eventually. So, yeah, but it'll be sporadic, just like everything else I do in my life. I'll be a guest for you, brother. Yeah, you said you would, and I appreciate yeah. that. We'll we'll get that figured yeah. out. But yeah, I like it. I like, you know, having this conversation with you two. It's essentially the same thing, and it kind of gives me a little more fuel. So, tomorrow, I'll probably make two videos that take me seven minutes a piece well people like you guys only only you guys kind of understand what the rest of us go through like i i have a, a christmas party coming up at our house all our friends are coming over and nobody understands what i do they do nobody understands the the problems the day-to-day issues the the just how freaking isolating this is or when you tell them what you do they go why yeah oh how is that fun (laughs) and then my buddy marty also in canada is like the first time i held a microphone in my hand it changed my life i was like me fucking too like yeah that's it that's it like you get it but everyone else you hand a microphone like what the fuck am i supposed to do with this you know i got social anxiety no like getting the ability to capture your creative ideas yourself not having to save up a bunch of money, even if it sounds like crap, it was the most liberating thing. It was yeah. so exciting. Back yeah. in like 1999, 2000, connecting a Radio Shack dynamic to the motherboard input on my computer sounded like trash crap, yeah. with a constant in the background. But the fact that you could record something and hear it back was mind-blowing. Cool as shit. Yep. Um, for me... Uh, coming up this year, so I I taught uh, how to be a pod or a podcasting course at college. Um, it's something that I ended up giving up for a few reasons, but um, and a lot of people have come to me with like questions, and so I decided to just do a full on course, uh, basically utilizing a lot of what I used to teach. Um, so that's kind of the big move. I'm also kind of pivoting, like, because music failed miserably. Like, what? I'm still going to be doing a little bit of music here and there. I want to do more covers. Dylan's launching a channel that's going to be musically based, and we're going to have crossovers as much as possible. Can I pay you a compliment real quick? Was that? That uh, cover of Hurt with the SM58 was fucking great. Thank you. Yeah, that was... 10 out of 10. Yeah, Yeah. that was... uh, That's the stuff that I really want to do more of. And it's the stuff that, like... You can only do one of those videos every three months because, like, it's a lot of work putting that together. Dylan did all the mixing and the mastering and all that stuff, but like shooting the video alone, man, it you're good, man. Lights, it's brutal. But I want to do a little more of that. But I am kind of pivoting a little bit more to, like, uh, I know how to create a fantastic podcast that makes money. It's not, hmm. um, like I I know the steps, the, the marketing. Uh, it's it's actually a lot simpler than a lot of people think. Uh, and, you know, I've got a lot of insight. I work with uh, one of the top podcasts in, in true crime right now who's crushing it. Who, who? Is it my, uh, my wife listens to those like they're freaking candy? Mine's a madness. Oh, damn it. 
Uh, not saying they're not cool, but I was like, man, no, no. If, it's, if it's small town murder, I'm going to get my wife right now. Uh, well, and that's the thing, right? <laughs> like, so a live show. I found that, like, I I make it as a podcast editor. I'm I make a decent amount of money. Like, it's, <laughs> I don't need a day job ever again. Um, so I was like, well, I'm really starting to go into this. I'm launching a podcast editing company under Dark Corner Studios umbrella. So I might as well really start digging in with it, with the channel. And it does quite well. Like I've got some videos planned, like why your podcast sucks, which is hmm. not a lot of people know why they're, I've had uh, what they call air checks and broadcast where people will bring me their content and I'll rip it apart and hand it back to you and say, this is the problem with your content. Um, and I've had actual podcasters pay me to like whip them. <laughs> like it's it's a very unfortunate experience for them but uh the last time i had that happen uh the guys that did that they were on like 350 episodes and were getting like 30 views a week uh an episode and i chatted with them they're monetized now and they're making a decent income at their podcast um they're a film podcast it was fantastic to see but it's that kind of stuff i'm kind of rolling that back in and uh yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think the podcast angle is, it's not as fun as music, but I'm also launching a podcast at the same time. I've got Ooh, a what's that? Uh, I've got a career-based podcast. Actually, I don't think I've told anyone about this, have I? A career-based podcast that talks to notable people and finds out what they wanted to be when they grew up and how they got to where they were, but it's kind of a documentary style. Like the first person I've got is an FBI uh, a retired FBI guy that uh, led the dive team um, and is talking about what he wanted to be when he grew up and how he ended up in the FBI. Now he's counters, uh, counter terrorism surveillance. He's on TV all the time. So it's uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, I've got uh, several people lined up for it already that I, because I've got contacts that have all these contacts themselves, I've been able to pull favors, but yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I even got uh, an old CBC cat, um, CBC's Canadian Broadcast Corporation, by the way. It's kind of our... Uh, I swore it was some kind of sandwich, like cheddar beef and cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> like, sweet. That one. Uh, it's like, it's like basically Canadian up. NPR. Gotcha. So, uh, I've got an old interviewer. No, she's not old, but uh, she's an old friend of mine. <clears> that she's. Uh, I contacted her, and I, I heard her eyes light up when I was telling her the idea. And she's like, yes, you should do that. I'm like, do you want to be a part of this? And she's like, yes, I do. So I sent her all this stuff, and that's going to be launching in the new year, too. So lots of podcast stuff around here. That's uh, exciting. Yeah. Yeah, the last podcast I had did very, very well and got monetized and all that stuff. But then I just got a job and didn't have time to do it. So I'll be recording my next one in my car right after I eat like a big beef and cheddar or something like that. You so. have a oh, studio. That so good. I just like recording on the on the go. It's just oh, it's so, a lot you of fun. You go to Arby's first and then you record. Well, the Arby's part was just kind of a, you know, taking a liberty there, but <laughs> taking a liberty, dude. You need yeah, to I just like hop in my car and like, oh shit, I just thought of something. That. I'm going to record a 20 minute podcast about it. And, you know, all seven people that listen to it will praise me. So do we all have pot? Like, Benji, we know you have a podcast. Do you have others? Do you just do the one? I just, I do the one podcast. I do the one review a week. I do the one podcast, each two video a week. I was trying to do one watch video a week. And I was trying to do one music video a week. Those last two fell off. Holy crap, dude. Do you leave time to cry? Uh, no, because I don't have, I don't have time to think. 
So I okay. just I go to sleep, wake up at five thirty, work. Oh, have a cup of decaf, come in here, work, sleep, repeat. Wow, eh? So you're literally studio to work to work to studio. Yeah, and sleep on the way. And and I do I while I'm making my supper, I'm I'm getting into Frasier. I've never watched Frasier before. Oh, I love show. it, dude. God, it's so good. so good. Like the original or the new? There's a new one. Yeah, there's yeah. a new one. Oh, I I have no idea. I was just on Amazon Prime and I'm so upset when it was I was there. done with that show. Like when I finished it, I was like, ah, what am I going to watch now? So oh, that was. That was, does anyone else like, cause he's kind of almost running a podcast, but it's on the radio, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the RE, I believe he used an RE20. Yep. Yeah. RE20. Have you been watching that critically? Like, come on, man, at least get close to the mic. It's a little low. Yeah. But yeah, a little when low. he's hand holding it, he'll, he'll <laughs> walk around the room covering the grill the entire time. Like, come on, man, you're ruining the variable D. What gives? <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I get that a lot as well. Uh, okay, guys, uh, I appreciate the time. Uh, we went way over what I expected this to be. Um, we also got a decent m- number of people that have come in. I haven't seen any people. The Dark Obscure Podcast. Edge. That would be kind of cool. Podcast Edge. Oh, I didn't see that. Nice. That's the the three-person podcast. You up for it, guys? Just mic sure. talk. Ooh, I'll show up once every three months or so. <laughs> Perfect. We'll, we'll, just, we'll do like 17 of them in one sitting. That's a good idea. That's that's the way to do it. <laughs> as as long as I don't have to do any work, I just have to show up and and gab. I'm there. I'm usually the one. I like to be the one that kind of organizes and puts stuff. Perfect. <laughs> Tell me when to show up. I'll be there. <laughs> I've got a few complexes around that. So uh, is there anything else you guys want to discuss with the people watching or are we we solid? Thanks for coming. Um, maybe an exit strategy in the Middle East. <laughs> you down? Drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to hit this red button here. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.